you are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G, D-O-D-G-E-R-S, team, 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 team. Yo, 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 Dodger fans. Welcome to Locked On Dodgers. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Locked On, your team every day. This is a daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. I'm Vince Samperio, Chavez Green Fiends, and joining me, as always, is Jeff Snyder of Baseball Essential. But before we get to Jeff, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I had the peanut butter one before my workout this morning. Tasted great, gave me some energy because uh, I worked out too early in the morning, so I wasn't even awake yet. Uh, so make sure you try Built Bar. And right now, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, get ten dollars off your first box all right jeff now back to you how are you doing so uh i get up early even during quarantine so i can work out is that what the kids call a flex vince quite literally also it's mainly because it's starting to get hot this week so i don't want to oh yeah i guess with the gyms closed you actually have to work out uh yeah outside or yeah so i want to beat the beat the sun man Well, I respect that, Um, and I'm glad you had a protein bar to do that with. Yeah. All right, guys. Today we are going to touch a little bit on some more rumblings around baseball, touch on the Dodgers Zoom Party Part 2, and get into the KBO, the Korean Baseball Organization, which was announced that ESPN will air six games, six live games every week. Uh, and the season starts tonight. Actually, right now we're recording yesterday night for you guys listening. So we're going to get into that and, and see which teams are out there that we want to give a rooting interest for. But before that, a quick reminder to subscribe to Locked On Dodgers, wherever you get your podcasts. And when you get in your car or if you're at home, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked On Dodgers. All right, Jeff, before we get into the Zoom, uh, former player Trevor Plouffe tweeted the other day, earlier on monday about a spring training two starting in june the season starting in july similar to what bob nightingale had reported last week in terms of a somewhat of a timeline he said that all the teams would play in their home ballparks which also he didn't touch on if it was a three team three division ten team thing but uh yeah I know you said that there was it got shot down a little bit, but uh, discuss whatever your thoughts are. Yeah, yeah, Keith Law and one of those grumpy Giants writers. I I can't tell them apart anymore. I don't remember if it was Andrew Baggerly or Hank Schulman, but one of them and Keith Law and I'm sure others tweeted out that basically this is an unfounded rumor. Baseball doesn't have any concrete plans. Uh, I assume the the truth is somewhere in between. I don't think Trevor Plouffe made this up. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if it even ends up being accurate, but I think it's probably also true that Major League Baseball has not locked any plans in place. The Grumpy Giants writer's point uh, is a valid one, which is that uh, as of right now, California could not (laughs) uh, do it. They haven't been cleared to. I I do think that by the beginning of July, I think, you know, based on what Governor Newsom 
said on Monday in his address about how they're going to phase two or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised at all if this is feasible in California by the beginning of July, but I don't think Major League Baseball or anyone else can be confident enough right now that it will be to actually make concrete plans. So uh, I would love to see baseball starting back up, obviously. Um, my my hope, and not even a fantasy or wish, I, I really think it's possible that, uh, you know, with the advances they've made and finding treatments and stuff, I, I'm still hoping to watch games at Dodger Stadium in person this year. And uh, I think it's possible. Uh, so Trevor Plouffe's tweet... It, it didn't tell us anything, but it also kind of maybe told us something. Yeah, I think it's it might be one of those things where this is the plan MLB wants to implement, but maybe you know obviously they can't commit to it right now. But I think if everything goes perfect at this point, that would be a, the plan that MLB is considering. They still get in about a hundred games based on Nightingale's other report. You know they still get. Uh, somewhat regular playoff you would imagine maybe a little bit different but um yeah like i said it anytime we can hang on to a little bit of hope we're going to hang on to it and and we'll see where it goes but uh but, but let's move on let's go down dodgers zoom party number two was on monday i didn't get to catch this one either i had a drive-by birthday for an aunt at the same time unfortunately but jeff uh, i think you were on and you had a couple highlights for us yeah, it was a it was a fun one. It was a little bit more organized. They focused more on Dodgers players and less on uh, celebrities. So really, they had Cedric the Entertainer come on for a minute, uh, and it was definitely the low point of the of the of the party. Uh, he didn't add much to it. He didn't detract, but. I mean, he came on and said he was a Cardinals fan and asked a question, and that was about it. Rambled a little bit. Um, but when they focused on the players, they had, what, seven active players? So they had Kenley Jansen, Justin Turner, Kike Hernandez, Ross Stripling, Cody Bellinger, and Clayton Kershaw. So six active players. And then they had former players. You had Andre Ethier, Adrian Gonzalez, Steve Garvey, Oral Hershiser. Uh, yeah, and then Joe and Alana. And so that was the 12. Uh, they had Dieter Rule come in to play the seventh inning stretch for a second. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the most part, it was just those 12. Kenley dropped off early uh, early in the in the call. Uh, Kenley's Wi-Fi was being bad, and Cody yelled, Kenley, you're rich. Get better Wi-Fi. So that was funny, um, and I assume it was Wi-Fi related that Kenley eventually dropped out. Uh, Andre Ether was there in full uniform. Apparently he had been challenged by David Vasse to do that. And, you know, you could see him sitting there in his Dodgers jersey and he had a backdrop of Dodger Stadium as his Zoom background. Uh, but then at one point he stood up and sure enough, he had the belt, the pants, everything. And it uh, looks like he's still in good shape. Um, other highlights. Steve Garvey referred to the American League as AAA uh, because they used the DH. Uh, Kike was weird uh, and, and not even like regular Kike weird, but... Like he he was definitely regularly KK weird too. He was had these weird like I couldn't tell if they were uh, they were some sort of fake teeth like Halloween teeth, but I couldn't tell what they were supposed to be. Um, but he was almost rude to Alana. Like he didn't engage when she was asking him questions, and 
Uh, I couldn't tell if it was just Kike doing a bit or if he thought he was too cool to be there. I'm not really sure. Um, but uh, Justin Turner was his regular earnest self. Uh, you know, he's definitely the team leader. You can tell Clayton Kershaw uh, was good, um, but underspoken, as you might expect. Adrian Gonzalez, I couldn't tell if he was happy to be there or not. There was a little bit of a uh, stage of grumpy old man where Garvey and Adrian and Ethier talked about the good old days and how baseball used to be and how it's different now. Uh, but overall, it was a lot of fun. It was a little bit shorter than last week's and uh, not as many technical glitches. And uh, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, sounds like a good time. The Dodgers did say they will have another one next week on Monday as well, I believe. So maybe I'll get to tune into that one finally. But uh, if not, I'm sure we'll have a recap from Jeff or Twitter for us. All right, we're going to get into our KBO fandom. But before, let's talk real quick about Built Bar. They have a great name uh, because if you eat them, you're maybe you are trying to get built. And maybe you need a protein bar that doesn't taste like chalk. And I know there's a lot of protein bars out there that taste a little chalky. But we got Built Bars now that have 16 amazing flavors Eight that are nut-free, eight that have chocolate and nut flavors. They're all chocolate-based. If you don't like chocolate, unfortunately, you're not part of this. But I will say a lot of the flavors, you don't necessarily taste too much chocolate. So if you want to give it a try, they're soft, they're easy to chew, they're healthy. Uh, you know, it's, it's great for those of us that are being health-conscious right now or maybe not moving as much as usual. So trying to watch the calories that are being intaken. Uh, they're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. They are better for you than Cliff Bars and all those other bars out there. They taste better than Cliff Bars and all those other bars out there. And we can we have a deal for you. If you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON at BuiltBar.com for $10 off. Now let's talk about Postmates. Postmates is here to help you out during this time. If you don't want to leave your house, if you're stuck working at home and you don't have a 30 minute lunch break, or if you just, you know, I'm tired of cooking and want some different or support a local business, Postmates is here for you. You can get anything you want delivered within the hour, pretty much. All you have to do is download the app, which is available on iOS and Android. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour. And right now you can get $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days if you download the Postmates app and use the code Locked On. That's code Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. All right, so Obscure Former Dodger is back. We're going to be talking about the KBO. And the Dodgers recently had a player that originally played in the KBO, and that's Hunjin Ryu. So I went to see if Hunjin Ryu played with any former Dodgers in the KBO, and he did play with one. It's going to be borderline obscure former Dodger, but uh, maybe for some of our younger crowd, maybe not so borderline, and that's Chan Ho Park. Chan Ho Park and Ryu crossed paths uh, in 2012 on the Hanwha Eagles at Chan Ho Park. Of course, you guys know, played with the Dodgers from 94 to 2001. He had some pretty decent years in there for the Dodgers. A couple of not so decent years. He is 
maybe probably at this point most well known for giving up two grand slams in the same inning to Fernando Tatis and uh, spin kicking Angels pitcher Tim Belcher after being tagged out on a bunt play that he felt that he was tagged too hard on. And probably the third thing that you might remember him for, or at least I do, is give him giving up a home run to Cal Ripken Jr. in Cal Ripken's last uh, MLB All-Star game in 2001. So he's known for a lot of things maybe not so much his pitching specifically he did go on to pitch for the rangers and padres and mets and astros did end up coming back to the dodgers for a little bit uh and played with a few other teams before going back to the kbo toward the end of his career but yeah jeff uh chan ho park there's a a lot there that we could maybe do an full episode on him one day but uh anything short for us on chan ho uh, yeah, Chan Ho, you know, he came up in 94, um, you know, didn't come up for good until 96, but he was, it was a big deal because he was the first Korean player in the big leagues. That was, I was a teenager then, and so uh, it was a big deal for me. Uh, his interpreter was named Don Yi, and, uh, and so I often, in my mind, refer to... Uh, What's uh, what's Maeda's interpreter's name? Will. Will Will Ireton. I sometimes refer to him as Don Yee Jr. Um, and uh, other than that, yeah, Chan Ho Park was a heck of a pitcher in the big leagues for a long time and in Korea also. Yeah, he has the most career wins of any Asia-born pitcher in MLB history. Who and he passed Dale Nomo, both daughters. So, yeah. So all right, Jeff. So. ESPN, there was rumblings before, but it was announced officially that there will be airing KBO games live. The first one starting Monday night at 10 p.m. A lot of these times are going to be a little different for us. But, Jeff, are you planning to watch any KBO while we uh, get the only kind of live sports going on right now? Well, like you said, as we're recording this, the the first televised game is supposed to be starting uh they're in a rain delay right now but it looks like the tarp is coming off the field i have the tv on to watch this one and i will definitely give it a chance um i'm not sure yet how i'm going to feel like there's part of me that thinks i might be more likely to watch it paradoxically enough if it was happening during the mlb season because my worry is that this is just going to make me miss the dodgers the baseball that i love um but I do love baseball. I'm a baseball fan. Uh, but I, I'm I'm watching it almost as an experiment to see how I feel about it. Because part of me thinks it'll be really nice to have some baseball to watch. But part of me is a little bit worried that it will just make me miss real baseball. That's fair. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, for me, I mean, the the Chinese Professional League in Taiwan has already gotten started. They're not... I'm sure you could find their games to watch, but they, they're not, you know, on ESPN, obviously, most everyone has ESPN or the app or, or some way to watch it, so it's a little more easily found, although the, the CPBO has had some great uh, highlights for us already with a, a walk-off home run. Their announcer right there on the 11 Sports, the English announcer, he's hilarious. Uh, they had a kind of a brawl the other day. They had a, a coffin dancing celebration, so they, they've given us some 
some highlights, but like I said, it's, it's not as easy to find. So the KBO is easy to find. And so the KBO is of 10 teams. They usually play 144 games. They play every team 16 times. Those 10 teams are the Doosan Bears, the Hanwha Eagles, the Kia Tigers, the Kai Woom Heroes, the KT Wiz, the LG Twins, the Lot, or Lot Giants, the NC Dinos, the Samsung Lions, and the SK Wyverns. Uh, there used to be a team called the Hyundai Unicorns, and there used to be a team called the Songbong Wool Raiders, which I might have had to jump on that bandwagon if they were still around, but <laughs> they haven't been around since 99. So, uh, But before we get into some other stuff, there's a few former players on there. There's Actually, there's one guy I could have used for uh, obscure former Dodger as well, and we talked about him yesterday. Hitting coach for the Kia Tigers is Hesop Choi. Kisop Choi played for the Dodgers in 04-05. The Kia Tigers pitching coach is also Jay So, who played for the Dodgers in 2006. Their manager is Matt Williams, who you may remember from his playing days and his managerial days with the Nationals. Um, There's a few other, you know, Darren Ruff, who was a Dodger kind of. He's on the Samsung Lions, I believe, or he was. I don't remember. Um... Jamie Romack, who's been an obscure former Dodger before, he's on one of the teams. And Julio Franco's a hitting coach over there for the Giants. I thought you were going to tell me Julio Franco was still playing. I mean, he probably would put it past him. Yeah, he, he might suit up. Uh, as related to ties to the Dodgers, that's pretty much it. There's the biggest name probably playing right now is Dan Straley, who you might remember playing in the major leagues. Um, or Jose Miguel Fernandez, who played for the Angels. He was a Dodgers um, minor leaguer for a while, wasn't he? Is that yeah, yeah? He. I think uh, the Dodgers traded him to the Angels. Yeah, something like that. So there's a few names out there. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not really sure what your criteria would be to try to find a team. But Jeff, is there any guys that are sticking out in your mind right now? Any teams? Uh, yeah. So I, I if if I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna try to care. And so I am trying to pick a team. Um, uh, for me, there's a few characteristics or a few qualities I look for. Uh, and maybe I'll tell you what I'm looking for, and then you can tell me what you're looking for, and then we can get into the specifics of the teams. Color scheme is really important for me. Um, obviously, uh, a team like the Lot Giants is at a disadvantage going in because they're called the Giants. Um, I'm sad that the Hyundai unicorns aren't around anymore because, uh, I really like their color scheme, the green and gold. Uh, I'm maybe it's cause I have a teenage daughter, but I like the idea of unicorns and, uh, I drive a Hyundai Genesis. I mean, now it's just Genesis, but it's made by Hyundai. And so I'm a, I'm a Hyundai fan. I used to drive a Hyundai Azera. Um, and so if the Hyundai unicorns were around still, they would probably be my pick, but yeah, so really it's color scheme. Uh, the font on the logo and the actual team name that I'm looking at. Yeah, those are some good criteria. Actually, one more. And the sponsor. Um, Because all of these, these aren't named after the cities they play in. They're named after their sponsors. And so, uh, like like with Hyundai, you know, uh, who the sponsor is matters to me too. Yeah. Um, For me, obviously right off the bat, I tried to go with hat. You know, whoever has the coolest hat. But none of the teams really have any interesting hats, and I don't even think they have fitted hats, anyways. Uh, so it wouldn't, you know, behoove me to get a hat of the team if I could get my hands on it. Uh, but yeah, color schemes a, a big one. You know, if there was 
any type of player I could follow that might be something I could I could get on board with um, or, or some kind of anecdote or story. But other than that, I don't know. I, I kind of looked through. Nothing really stood out too much. Uh, so I'll have my answer after you kind of go through a little more of what you think for some of these teams. All right. So, yeah, I'm just going to give you kind of a brief rundown on each of the uh, the teams and my thoughts. Uh, the Doosan Bears do nothing for me. Um, Bears doesn't mean anything to me. Doosan doesn't mean any- anything to me. Colors are black and red, which is pretty boring, and their font is just a basic block serif font. Uh, yeah. Doosan Bears don't do much for me. Um, others that don't do much for me, the SK Wyverns. Um, I don't know what a Wyvern is. I don't know what SK is. Uh, even after I Googled it and looked, I still don't really know what a SK does. And so, uh, no thank you. The Hanwha Eagles, they're orange as far as I can tell. And uh, obviously, orange is a deal breaker for me. Uh even if it wasn't the Giants color, it's my least favorite color. I think it's ugly. And so the Eagles are out. Um, the Who else do we have? The KT Wiz. I don't even know what Wiz means. Um, I mean, I know what Wiz means in my world, but... Uh, Maybe it's like uh, short for wizard. Yeah, I guess. Like, um, Anyway, their, their logo almost kind of looks kind of like the New England Patriots logo, I think. Um, that's testing my football knowledge a little bit, uh, but it's just kind of a black and red, pretty boring to me. Um, the Kaiwoom Heroes, is that a team? Um, yeah, and they, again, black and red with a little bit of pink in there, it looks like. Um, maybe the, the border around the Kaiwoom is a little bit pink and, uh, pretty boring to me. So that narrows it down. Obviously, the Lot Giants are out because they're the Giants. I narrowed it down to the the four teams that are a possibility for me. Um, and I'll give you my four possibilities, and then I'll let you talk for a little bit. Uh, the Kia Tigers, um, the LG Twins, the Samsung Lions, and the NC Dinos are my four possibilities. You talk. All right. Uh, my possibilities are I share the NC Dinos with you. Um, for reasons, uh, other, uh, for real reasons, other than that, I don't hate their color scheme. I don't love their, the D uh, on their hat, uh, but they do have a swole dino mascot, as I think SB Nation called it. And they did have some good dance moves. There's two dino mascots. I don't think I would pick a team based on mascots, but uh, you never know. This is unpre- un- uncharted waters for me. The Doosan Bears are up there only because, uh, but like you know, I thought they were gonna have cool like bear uniforms, but all these teams are, are pretty bland when it comes to uniforms and, and anything else. So they weren't really there. The Twins actually have the dopest uniforms I've seen of all the teams. Uh, they got pinstripes. They, you know, they look cool. They don't have necessarily a color scheme that I love, but. Uh, I do love the pinstripe uniforms that they have, so so they're up there. <clears throat> and other than that, you know, the Heroes is a cool name, but they didn't really have much going for them. I didn't really like the Samsung lines. I do like Samsung when it comes to TVs, but they look too much like the Detroit Lions color scheme, so wasn't really a big fan of that one. 
And the wyverns I thought were cool because the wyvern is a mythical dragon or a dragon. Uh, if, if you believe in dragons, but uh, like real fire-breathing dragons. But yeah, I came down to the wyverns, the dinos, the twins. And those were pretty much the last three. I, I kind of took the bears out since they were, weren't as fun as I thought. Okay. Um, so yeah, my final four... The reason I consider the Kia Tigers is there's a couple. Kia is kind of the sister company of Hyundai. Uh, I've never driven a Kia, but, you know, I would. Um, unlike a lot of these companies, I actually know what Kia does. So many of these sponsors, you look at their Wikipedia page, and it just describes them as a Korean conglomerate. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Um, and I know a lot of words, but, uh, yeah. I, but So Kia, I know what they do. My high school mascot was the Tigers. Um, and so there's a little bit of an emotional bond there, I guess, or a personal bond. Uh, a lot of it comes down to red versus blue for me. Uh, like I said, we were the tigers when I was in high school and we were red and our crosstown rivals, the, uh, so we were the Elsinore high tigers and the Temescal Canyon, whatever they were Titans, I think they were blue. Um, but then. So at the in high school I was red over blue, but then I went to BYU and our big rival was was University of Utah, and so I was blue over red. Now I live in Pleasant Grove. The high school my kids will go to, Pleasant Grove High School, is blue. The rival American Fork High School is red. So I'm more of a blue over red guy now, um, and so ultimately that rules out the Tigers for me. I just don't like red as much as I like blue. Uh, I actually kind of like the the Samsung Lions. Uh, what one thing you said you didn't care much for is that it looks like the Detroit Lions color scheme. Uh, the Detroit Lions have one of my favorite color schemes in football. I actually like that look, um, and and so I like it. Problem is Samsung is a sponsor, and I'm an Apple guy, uh, and so I can't really do the Samsung Lions. So really, it's down to the NC Dinos and the LG Twins, and I'm torn because. Uh, I like LG as a company. I have an LG, uh, I think my washer and dryer LG. Uh, my first cell phone, I think, was an LG or one of my first ones. Um, and I really do like the, the Twins logo, their look and stuff. Uh, but something about the NC Dinos, I really like the, the lettering on the NC Dinos logo. Uh, I like the coloring, the blue and the kind of tan. It's a little bit outdated or something but something about it appeals to me maybe it's because that tan color kind of the sandy look and uh reminds me of the beach which is a place that i don't get to go these days um so i think i'm going with the nc dinos over the lg twins as my favorite kbo team wow no wonder we do a podcast together yeah, I ended up settling on the dinos as well. Um, like I said, I wasn't in love with the color scheme. It was a little Padre-esque a while back when they had those tan and blue uniforms. Not not completely, but just very S. Like I said, the, the D on the hat didn't really sell me. Uh, but like I, said, I think their mascots won me over. I saw they have Eric Thames talking on the on the thing right now and I saw that he used to play there and I actually liked the jerseys from when he played they were a little different um but yeah I think the overall the the mascot sold me had a cool little uh dance routine and uh if I'm going to you know get into the KBO and I'm gonna 
have to find a, a, a funner reason, I guess, to pick them. So that's why I went with the NC dinos. Plus, dinosaurs are cool. You know, it makes you think of Jurassic Park, and you know, everyone kind of likes Jurassic Park movies for the most part. So, yeah, I guess, uh, and I guess we can just keep the hashtag. Uh, ITFDB because you know dinos and Dodgers. It's time for Dino Baseball, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you could tell that you and I are different generations because dinosaurs. My first thought is not Jurassic Park. My first thought is the Flintstones. So uh, apparently, I am older than you. Who knew? Who would have thought? Um, but yeah, I am a dinosaur fan, you know. And uh, yeah, I, I I'm glad I. I'm glad that we ended up with the same favorite team and we took totally different routes to get there. I think that's important. Uh, it's not just us agreeing again on everything. Uh, but, you know, it's good that we have the same favorite team because uh, we can root together and this can occasionally be a uh, Locked on Dinos podcast, you know? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, what I'm hoping for is for a new era or maybe someone to get into this untapped market and maybe try to strike a deal with the KBO and get some fitted hats. I'll, uh, I'll still rock a dino's hat, even though it's, I'm not a completely in love. Did with you it. know you can buy the hat that, uh, Joe exotic wears throughout the tiger King. You can go online and buy that hat. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, that's something I discovered last night when I was watching tiger King and playing on my phone at the same time. So I did not order one. Okay. They that's probably don't cool. make that's them good. in my size anyway. Joe Exotic is a little bit more of a dainty-headed guy than I am. Yeah, true that. Uh, yeah, so we are going to embark on this first NC Dinos game whenever they clear up the field. I don't know if I'll end up staying up for it, but uh, I'll definitely watch a little bit at least, and maybe we can talk a little bit about it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm for sure. sure. There'll, be highlights. there'll be highlights everywhere since there's n nothing else to highlight right now. Yeah. Um, All right, Jeff, anything else? Yeah, just one last thing. Uh, it's not related to baseball. Uh, but I wanted to give a quick thoughts and prayers to Don Shula's family. Um, I don't care much about football, but uh, to the extent that I did care growing up, I was a Dolphins fan. I was a Dan Marino fan and by extension, a Don Shula fan. Uh, and uh, one of my favorite expressions ever, uh, you know, in the Snyder family, we don't swear very often. Uh, but so because of that, we're always looking for good replacement swears. And one day we were watching a Dolphins game and John Madden referred to Don Shula as the son of a commercial fisherman. And so son of a commercial fisherman became one of our favorite replacement swears. Uh, and uh, to the point that when I heard about Don Shula, I texted my brother, didn't even say Shula's name. I just said, did you hear that the son of a commercial fisherman died? And he responded appropriately, um, knew what I was talking about. So uh, obviously Don Shula lived a long, full life. Uh, but it's still sad for his family, especially. But, uh, you know, I don't have many emotional ties to football, but Don Shula is one. So I'm sad about that. Yeah. Yeah. Any any emotional connections you have to football is an emotional connection for me since you're not that big into football. Yep. All right. That'll do it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Maybe getting back into picking a season kind of like we did on yesterday's show. We had a little bit of news today, so we kind of split it up a little bit, get a little more research in for you guys uh, as we get into another season or, or moment or something like that. But make sure you subscribe and download and listen every day. Make sure you rate and review on iTunes if you have the chance. I believe we're still two away from 200 ratings. Two away from 200 ratings, so maybe me and Jeff will make an incentive to get there. Uh, 
we'll, we'll find something. But you can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter at Snide Dog. I'm at Vince Samperio. If you want to call and leave us a voicemail or shoot us a text, you can do so at 323-863-5625 or shoot us an email, LockedOnDodgers at gmail.com. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be with us when you get in your car or if you're at home. Tell your smart device to play a podcast, Locked On Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one. And now tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I say D-O. D-O-D-G-E-R-S The team that's all heart, all heart and all thumbs They're my Los Angeles, your Los Angeles Our Los Angeles Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Bye!